Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Private Story. I'm Rachel. I'm Natasha. Uh, We hope you all had a great Thanksgiving, and we're moving into the, the depths of the holiday season. I think it's the best time of the year. Um... But yeah, first things first, we wanted to just talk about our first ever um, private story party that we hosted on Thanksgiving Eve. Um, very, very loosely private story related. Yeah, it was. It really was. It really was that our dad has built this like crazy bar, which he's obsessed with calling his like Vandy project. I don't know why he thinks he like coined that term. Like, yeah, that's the thing. But so he built this bar that is like, it's very lovely. It's very over the top. It's very him. It has purple and gold and white, like vinyl floors. If you were at the party, you know, we can post a photo. Yeah, lots of lions. Uh, We can post a photo so our followers can see. Um, I'll actually, yeah. I can post the video that I posted on TikTok onto our reels. I like, yes. you know, after you like take a bunch of content or whatever, when you're drunk and cause I, at this party got a little too, like, I didn't even realize that I was getting necessarily fucked up, but then my dad was like having us do like whole bar shots and whatnot. And like, us. everybody was drunk at this party yeah, an hour in, I was so messed up. But so all this content, I still have not had the heart to go and watch yeah, we're this. Processing, I, we're processing the content. <laughs> I just get such horrible embarrassment having to like rewatch these things. And I did like, Rachel wasn't really even doing it, but I had these tiny mics and I was going around and asking people questions to which I ended up, I was supposed to bring the mics out. Obviously I lost them before I even got out. Didn't even put on the right shoes and jacket, like tumbling, stumbling around, getting out the door. Um, but I have like 50 videos on my phone. That I really do need to have look to work at. on them because I do think they're good. Yes, for you all, I will bite the bullet of going through them and listening to my own voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was our the pregame part of it was I think fabulous. Honestly, the worst part of the night was when I eventually decided to actually go to the bar. And I regret I can't believe you left. Okay, wait. We just need to actually explain what happened at this party. So I had told both Julia and Natasha, like, oh, you guys can only invite, like, I don't know, like, 10 people. I, of course, then went ahead and invited, like, everyone I know. Like, probably, like, upwards of, like, probably, like, like, 50 people. But I was doing the idea of, like, oh, you invite 50 people, but only, like, let's say 20 will come. It did That didn't happen that way. Every single person that I invited came. And then the day of, I was getting texts from other people like, oh, hey, can I come? And like, yeah, if you I know heard me, there's I, a big party. Yeah, <laughs> if you know me, I'm horrible with confrontation and telling people no. So of course I'm just saying yes to like literally everyone that texts me, people I haven't spoken to in years. Because I'm also like, oh, I'm flattered. Like everyone's come to my party. So then it ends up, literally Rachel being in back to being in high school where she like needed <laughs> like that is who I am like I love to host I love to have people in like our house but so it turned out literally just being like a huge rager and my dad also had his friends there so it was a lot of people the party migrated out of the basement and then was on the first floor and it was a lot Rachel, like, I'm not gonna lie 
Rachel probably had like at one point 75 people there. Like it was it was ridiculous. Like it was a full blown but it none was of the fun. It was fun. No, it was fun, but for some reason none of her friends specifically were in the basement. They were all just like it turned into a multi like a party it. entire house. <laughs> to the point though, it got even worse. And so I eventually I think at like 1 a.m. went to the bars. Horrible. I was like yeah. stumbling. I spoke to like two people. I don't even actually know. I found out later. I apparently was like being all over talking to everyone until I finally walked my ass home alone at like 3 a.m. And I come Good. back and there's a hundred people at my house still. And I am like unwell. So I go upstairs, I put on my robe and I come downstairs and I just start keep making like I we gotten Zio sandwiches. Shout out Zio's best out hot sauce. <laughs> and I put putting a sub in the oven and I just slumped out. And Rachel has this photo that she posted on Instagram of I was just sitting in the kitchen, like sitting on the floor against in the middle the of everything on the floor, just like no like, reason to be like there. full party happening around me. And I'm just sitting there waiting for my sub to heat up, like texting someone, like just calling someone way too many times just the worst like a mixture of anxiety accumulating all in a couple moments (laughs) you know how it goes but i so i don't know what happened when i was gone though because the party never left for rachel she never even went to the bars well yeah so i never went to the bars which i just want to go on record and say i hope that i will listen to this a year from now the key of Thanksgiving Eve is just don't go to the bars. Have your own party at your house. Or if you're yeah, lucky, get invited to mine. <laughs> um, but thing our party will be occurring. Yeah, we said all of her and her friends, like they had such a good time at our house too. Like, and these were very like distinct. Like we all have different kinds of friends and like everyone was having fun together. And Julie starts like, I wish we never went to the bars. They went for like yeah. 30 minutes and came back. So yeah, people because like as everyone knows, Thanksgiving Eve is literally like the most crowded, ridiculous night out at the bars. Like it's disgusting. They get so full. Who wants to deal with that? So I never went. And I tried to do like a little fake out, like to get some people out of the house and like to leave the party. It didn't really work. It maybe thinned the crowd by like 10 people, but some people did leave then. And I would say by like 1, 1.30, like we we just had like a solid like 20 to 30 people in the house, which was like totally fine. Wait, um, by fake out, I need to describe this what Rachel means. Her, she was like, okay, we're all going to the bars. And Rachel leads a charge outside. Like they're all about to walk to the bars. And then she just like whispers to like to her friends. She's like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. We're going back inside. And so she fully goes out to the sidewalk, turns around, come back inside. Well, and it worked. Okay. Her back in, but I mean, good, fine idea. Fine idea. I think yeah. I've done that before, back Listen, in the day. It was, it was fine. It, like, it was fine. It all worked out. And like, everyone was very welcome. It just ended up being a lot of people. I don't want anyone listening to me like, oh, fuck, she wants us to leave. She faked me out. It's one of those things where like people come out of the woodwork like you talk to and end up like being around people you haven't seen in so long and obviously that's yeah. what's happening but it was fine it was a really fun night and we passed out our private story stickers and QR codes and hopefully 
we got some new uh new people to the podcast yes, but yes, it was definitely a success our- and yeah plan on that being an annual thing yes. and you're all invited and i, and I did wake up in the morning after going to bed at 4 a.m i woke up at 8 30 and i ran the entire turkey trot and this is my first time running like the full turkey trot in a couple years because my ex-boyfriend didn't want to run the whole damn thing so we stopped in my house but I ran the whole five miles and I ran it in like a little above eight minute miles, like eight twenty miles. So I actually fully slayed it. I took a tumble at mile three, full tumble. So during the turkey trot, there's this like line of people in a turkey suit, like 20 of them are all like in this linked costume. Me trying to get around them. I like, I don't know, take like a stutter step and I fall into a ditch. And so the entire 30 people turkey well, train. I didn't run it. This is why I didn't run it. The entire 30 people turkey train looks over and they're like, oh my God, blah, blah. And I'm sitting oh in this ditch and I'm like, you just got to get up. And I get up and I sprint past them. I like keep thinking I can cut over and I still can't cut over because it's like the turkey train continues. And I finally get back and I'm just like, okay. I could, as at this point, it was like a little past like where like my dad at his office was handing out beers. I was like, I could easily walk back and be done with this or I could finish it. And I finished it and I finished it fabulously. And I'm very proud of myself. And it made me, it helped and it eased any like the anxiety of stuff of like feeling like I'm, you know, the worst, most annoying person in the world. Everyone hates me, how everyone feels after they drink. But I was like, even if that's all true, I just ran five miles. So doesn't matter so that's why I, I recommend that I feel good about it and I think the the entire night was a success and if you're wondering no I didn't run it not even the half that I said I was gonna run because they, they didn't believe in if, you because if you might have seen on Instagram and or TikTok I was wearing these boots that no I was not able to zip them wasn't <laughs> But I still was wearing them because I wanted to get one use out of them. And they were like these really tall platform boots. And I I also took a tumble that night in the bar and messed up my right ankle, which is already my bad ankle, severely. I don't think this ankle will ever heal. I think it's just permanently sprained. And that combined with the fact that I didn't go to bed until 4 a.m., I like my mom came into my room at 830 and was like, oh, are you running? And I was like, no, get out. <laughs> I just it didn't happen for me. Um, and I don't know if it ever will. Okay, and but I just, let's be honest. The major main reason that. is just because you didn't want to. It doesn't have to do with the tumble. Really not. It has to do with being hungover. And yeah, I didn't want to, but I don't think I physically could have. But everyone else who ran it was also hungover. So. Which is actually the thing that got me through that got me through it is like as you're, you know, sometimes as like you're working out, it's like oh, and you're the only person doing it. It's like whatever, like I'm not doing this. I gave up. But in the turkey trot, as you're running and just everyone like being in that like misery slash running together, it's like oh, like I can do this. If that person can do it, I can do it. Like you see a little kid run by you, and it's like I am so strong. I was just like you know mentally coaching myself through it and. Actually, the tumble in some way helped me because I was focusing so much on my ankle pain that all the other pain of the hangover and the fact that I'm running longer distance and I've ran in multiple years, I didn't feel that pain. I was solely focused on my ankle and the fact that I thought it was broken. And that allowed me to kill it. And I beat our sister, our military sister, who always- That is impressive. 
She runs that often. Is- and she thinks she can beat me now and she still cannot. She made the mistake of I'm very good at finishing a race because I am deathly competitive and I do not want to lose to anyone. And so I can like mark someone and I used to like run cross country and track and I would always stay behind them because I knew at the end I could sprint and beat them, especially if I knew where they were. Julia made the mistake of I lost track of her. She finally starts to try to pass me when there was like a half mile left and I saw her and I said, oh, no, 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 no. And I like was not even going to do a sprint because I was so over this. But I found energy left in store and I sprinted that last half mile and I beat her by like half a minute or something. So I win. I could, AKA, wow. I could join the military. Call me Officer Panpinto. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next. Well, speaking of being hungover and doing things hungover. This is just a poll for our listeners. Um, We'll ask it as a poll in our stories. But I've been doing this thing, I would say, maybe for the past, like, couple weeks. And, like, definitely every single day I was home for Thanksgiving. Does everyone think that having a glass of wine every night, do we think that that is cause for concern and makes you an alcoholic? Do you think you're desiring it just for its, like, because obviously it's like you're not getting drunk off one glass of wine. No. Like, it's just like the – like because I think to consider an alcoholic, you have to be like actively getting a buzz or drunk every night. Yeah. Versus that I think is like embedded, like it's helping you like in a routine, like a routine that allows you to yeah. wind down. Which yeah. Which is something I'm struggling at this like moment. Like the past two nights, I, you guys know this journey that I've been trying to smoke less weed. In the past two nights – when I smoked, I hated the high I got. Like I was, it made uh-huh. me anxious. I felt worse than I did before just not smoking. And so today mm. I was like, I'm just not going to do it. And even though I can remember how it made me not feel good, it's like my body still wants to do it. Cause that is like what I associate with winding down with my day being over. Yeah. I'm not having to think anymore. And so I can relate. That's it's more that than wine for me, but I don't think okay. that makes me a drug addict, and I don't think that makes you an alcoholic. Yeah. Okay. That's that's where yet. my mind is at as well. I do think it's just yeah, like it's just like a routine. It's just kind of tells me like okay, the day is done, and yeah. like yeah, obviously I do like a glass of wine, but I also like I did dry January last year, and I'm gonna do it again this year. Um. So. Whenever I like can do that, you know, that tells me that I'm not an alcoholic. So yeah. that's what <laughs> good enough like for me. one of uh, my like best friend, her dad does that. He takes breaks throughout the year and throughout just like like he'll take like a month, two months at a time because they have a lot of like alcoholism in their family and whatnot. So he just wants to like prove it to himself so he can keep yeah. drinking at other times in that like obviously it's healthy and there's other benefits, but it's like an internal thing where he needs to show it to himself that he's not dependent yeah. on it. And so then he can feel good about doing it the other times, which is kind of how yeah. I feel about like weed. Like right now, like tonight, I just, I'm not doing it. Like after we get off this call, I am not going to smoke a bowl. I swear. And that's, I've, I'm just like really trying to decide on it and stick to it even as much as you want yeah. to. Because maybe it's just routine, but I think it is good to like shake up routines a little and have them be slightly different. So 
I was going to say you could try that tonight, but I just, she just sipped uh, it. No, the ship has already <laughs> sailed for tonight. Um, <laughs> no, but speaking of other substances, today is very exciting. Today I started my microdosing shrooms journey. So this has been recommended to me by my life coach. And this is like something that's very like in the zeitgeist, um, doing mushrooms for like inner healing and like taking them like not not to get high or trip or anything but just to kind of try to like work on some things within yourself and so my life coach had been recommending this to me for a while um and just like a little bit of background like obviously I have had this you know mental health journey that I've been on for many years that will be a later episode (laughs) but um there was a time when I where I was on like a bunch of antidepressants and stuff and I have like successfully weaned myself off of them completely. Only drug I'm on now is Manjaro baby. <laughs> but so I wanted to try um microdosing because obviously like, you know, I still deal with my mental health a little bit. So I got these in the mail yesterday. Um the company is called Mycology Psychology. Yeah, it's really exciting. It's really exciting. So Mycology Psychology, you can look them up. Um, And they sell these mushroom capsules. They're literally just like a little pill. It looks like a vitamin. Um, And the one I'm taking is called Flow. It's 100 milligrams a day. Um, And I just started off buying a month supply. And you take them for five days on and then two days off. And the cool thing about this as opposed to like a traditional like antidepressant or like any kind of mood medication is that you feel it right away. So I took it this morning, probably like 11 and like by 12, I could like feel like my mood was better. I felt just like lighter and like more energized. I've just started studying for the LSAT. I was doing that. And I, I felt like focused. I felt energized. Like I cleaned my apartment and it just had like kind of all of these like immediate side effects. Then like I went to work, which normally I fucking hate and want to kill myself. And I was able to like have a better attitude and like get through it more positively. So, That's music to my ears. Rachel having a better attitude is. Fuck you. <laughs> But yeah, so day one, um, we'll keep you all updated, but it's very exciting. And if if you haven't like looked into the medicinal benefits of mushrooms, I highly suggest doing a quick little Google search and even like looking at this website, um, Mycology Psychology, I can send you, I think to buy it, you need the password. If you need the password, DM me and I'll send it to you. But um, yeah, really That's cool. Like, I'm a huge fan of shroom, mushrooms, and I've obviously heard like different, like you know, as you said in the zeitgeist of microdosing and those benefits. Um, but so I'm very excited for you to start that journey. Maybe I'll I will try it as well. I, I'm on a different like uh, a, a, supp- a supplement journey as well. I just got a bunch of vitamins and supplements because oh I need something to focus on. Um, but the mushrooms amazing that's the best day of my life is my mushroom trip i had over the summer so i recommend i think every single person in their life should have at least one like trip on mushrooms i'm very passionate about that i think it is a I great agree. experience and for anyone who's afraid of it it's something we like most things in life but especially with doing mushrooms and doing any psychedelic and drug 
you have to be very intentional intentional about how yeah. you're doing it and you have to set yourself up for success. Because I've had yes. a not so great trip where it's like if you don't have a full meal beforehand, depending on how you consume it, depending on who you're with, where you take it, like you have to set yourself up for success, for success put yourself in a good environment and like you will have a journey. Like the, the calling it a trip and it like is not a misnomer. It is a trip yeah. that has ups and downs and you'll feel many different things and whatnot. But and me, also like, if you're looking for a good resource, just that always posts stuff about shrooms, but also just life in general, I would recommend following my life coach on Instagram. It's at Kaylee Danu. It's at C-A-I-L-I underscore D-A-N-I-E-U. She is just a wealth of knowledge about shrooms. And like if you're getting into like spiritual journey at all, I recommend following. Oh, that reminds me. I really want to do a tarot card for today. So let's just do it on the pod um, live. Let's see what we get. Okay. I haven't thought that card, The supplements I'm eating or doing that I just got I got really obsessed with yesterday. I really, even though this is horrible timing, considering I just cut my hair, I really want long hair. I like want long hair so bad. And so I, in my obsession of it. I have so much Nutrafol just to start taking those. Which those are, those are one of the ones that was suggested. And those are so expensive. Why do you have so much of them? Well, I have like 45 months worth upstairs. So just take those. Okay, well, it's too late. I already spent eighty dollars on well, that yeah, on this on this hair growth supplement, and then as well as that, I got sold on some ashwagandha that I've heard lots of people talk about, and I yeah. have some friends who've done it. That's supposed to help a lot with anxiety, focus, memory, um, and so I'm gonna try to do that too. Of just like as be part of like a healthier routine that's less like invasive drug than marijuana, but as just something to help me like rewind at the at the end of the day so when i get my um i think they're some from like nutris not neutral now that's in my mind but when i get those i'm taking you guys on my hair growth and my ashwagandha journey and i'm also already on i've been taking vitamin d pills because i live in buffalo now where there's no sun and you i really like the sun weird i like the sun okay is your tarot code ready? Okay, tarot the card, card ready. Page of Pentacles. This is uh, the keywords for this are ambitious, diligent, goal oriented, consistent, star student, studious, grounded, loyal, and faithful. Love that for us. Um, hopefully, it me. Oh, it means that we're ambitious and focused, oh, and. True. Our diligence and loyalty drives her to make plans for the future. Let's go. That's very, um, seems aligned well with your starting your LSAT studying. Yes, very much so. I have to get back into my tarot card pulling. I did really get discouraged when, after my ex-boyfriend told me that I was communing with the devil. So, (laughs) I have to not let that um, impact me. Okay, moving on. All right, next topic is, so today was some people's favorites, my personal favorite. Some people hate this day. 
of Spotify Wrapped. Yay. I always look forward to this day. I love when people post theirs. I think it's like so fun and like just like silly to look at them. And I think it's like it's nice. It's like a little view into people's lives. But there's so many haters of it. Like, oh, nobody fucking cares to listen to. I used to be a hater, but I'm pretty sure it was just because I didn't use Spotify. Because well, yeah, obviously, obviously. Now I use Spotify, and I found myself getting so excited and, yeah. and enjoying other people's as well. Because I'm like, who do you listen to? This says a lot about you. Yeah. Like, what's the vibe? So we want to go I over. Think it's so kind of fun. Yeah, so we kind of want to go over what ours are, and we'll post them to our Instagram as well. But of kind of why they are, what they are, what it may mean, if we learned anything. Um, so I'll start. My okay. top artist was Taylor Swift, as would be expected. Then Olivia Rodrigo. And then my third one, which I think is really funny, is Min's Piano, which is essentially just That's these hilarious. classical piano versions of Taylor Swift songs. And this is just a random, like, person I found because um like if I'm studying in a room where there's like noise like when I'd go to the library I like to listen to like classical music and I'm like okay I want it to be classical music I like and so I found this piano person and I'm such a studious person that that was my number three listen to and then (laughs) and then we have I would also, I would, I would read to it because sometimes I like to read to a soundtrack so I used to do this thing at school I would bike like at bike at the gym while I'm reading my book and I would listen to the men's piano. Like sensory overload. But it made me, I would bike like five miles at like max resistance and like not even realize that I was working out because I was just so into it. Um, Number four, Nessa Barrett. Number five, Renee Rapp. Something I think is cool too about that is the fact that I've seen, I saw two of those people this year Saw Taylor Swift twice. I saw Nessa Barrett. That was a that was like right after me and like my ex's breakup. She was coming to Denver and I bought those tickets day of for like six dollars. And it was a fun kooky. Like I just drove myself to the concert, went by myself, made friends. It was at this cool venue where I saw Olivia Rodrigo as well, but I don't think that was this year. That was last year. So I I I agree with all those. None of those were surprising. The men's piano was surprising a little bit, but Oh, funny. And my top song to no surprise to me was The One, which is a Taylor Swift song. song that I listened to literally on repeat for probably like a month. I would just sit there and listen to the song. And it's really not necessarily a sad breakup song. It's sad, happy, nostalgic. It's got all the vibes. And when she, I also... Song was the song that when I went to see Taylor Swift and like I did like my 22 outfit reenactment, I did my own lyrics on the shirt and it was, I have this dream. You're doing cool shit, having adventures on your own. You meet some woman on the internet and take her home. And that song just means a lot to me. And I'm so happy it was number one. And actually your favorite Taylor Swift song, or maybe not favorite, but most relatable for your breakup was my number five tolerate it Happiness or tolerate it yeah yeah no, my number okay. five was the one tis the damn season bad idea right willow and tolerate it that's a good so, top yeah. five all right let me tell you mine okay so my top artists were number one also taylor swift 
Number two, Lana Del Rey. Number three, Charlie XCX. Number four, Kanye West. Don't come for me. I love Kanye. Nothing's ever going to change that. And number five, Harry Styles. <laughs> so our Which favorite genre is very yeah, pop, obviously. <laughs> um, okay, my top songs were, number one is this song called Angel. <laughs> it's from the Barbie soundtrack. <laughs> I'm telling you, this fucking song hits. It's by Pink Pantheress. It's from the Barbie soundtrack. It's called Angel. It is so fucking good. And I literally can, I want, I know why it's my number one song because I actually would listen to it on repeat. Like the song would finish and I would just go, eh, run it back. It's like this really just like kooky little song. And like, for some reason it has like this like Irish jig in the middle of it. It's so good. That's my number one. Number two is you're on your own kid. That was a big song for my breakup. Cause I said, woohoo, I'm alone in this life. Um, number three was mastermind. Then that was me getting over my breakup and saying, I'm a mastermind. <laughs> um, before it was What a Life, which is John Summit. I just think it's kind of a banger, and I definitely used it a lot as a dance warm-up song, so that always kind of skews my top five. And then number five was Cruel Summer, because I did have a cruel summer. Um, and yeah, <laughs> all great songs. Okay, what I wanted to ask you is what city did it say you were most like? Because I'm seeing all these people talking about um burlington mine was so weird too what was yours wait i have to find it do i have to like scroll through it again it's on like maybe like the third page but yeah like go to the beginning of it mine was a place i did not even know okay mine was ann arbor michigan which is the home of the university of michigan (laughs) um didn't didn't really think i would have a lot in common with people from there but i guess I don't know. Maybe I would. It's just like a random town in the Midwest. So I guess that's kind of who I am. Random Midwest I person. I think mine is like made up. Like I've heard it before. But what is it? Provo, USA. Oh, Utah? Oh, you're you're a Mormon. <laughs> like, I do literally all like break up these songs. Like what Mormons are like, b- bad idea, right? They're talking about like. They're trying to live out their dreams in the song, but it's not their lives. They're living vicariously through the music. That's where well, that's like literally where they record. Music. That's where they record all the videos at like BYU that are like, would you rather like, <laughs> would you rather like shoot your grandmother in the face or have premarital sex? <laughs> and they're like, like, that's like that's a I, know of, I know I've heard of Provo, but I'm like. What? what like where I why yeah why have I heard of it but that's totally that's how I heard of it yeah yep. so so random um bad idea I was like what? so yeah I guess we got some people experiencing some heartbreak or wishing they were experiencing some heartbreak in Provo that's hilarious so, I love that um, so much one other thing that I thought was funny about mine was I also did, did yours give you podcasts too it only gave me private story, but that's really because I don't listen to podcasts on Spotify. I do listen to my podcasts on Apple. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Which I, it was so amazing seeing private story on anyone's Spotify rap. Yeah, I really seriously, thank it. you so much. The, all the people that texted and sent us that, that like made my day. I shed a tear. That was like the coolest uh, thing ever. Thank you yeah. so much. And let's keep sharing them if um, they came up. Yes. My, my podcast one was the daily at the top. 
because I'm a New York Times person. But I was just like, you know, I felt I was like, you know, get you a girl who can do both. That I was news. And then number two, call her daddy. Three, giggly squad. Four, burner phone. And five, you'll hate it. The vile files. I um, do hate that. I actually unfollowed someone today for putting the vile files as their number one podcast. I literally said, you're a loser. This, it also made me very appreciative of my year because this has been a year of highs and lows that I have seen like, so Call Her Daddy, which is my number two. I just saw Alex Cooper in a live show, Giggly Squad. I saw Giggly Squad in a live show for my birthday in Denver and Burner Phone. I saw Hannah Burner in Buffalo over the summer. So the fact that I was able to go to like three live shows and for those people, I am just so lucky and grateful that entertainment is like a thing that you can go and like see in person, which is just another like, I just have such an appreciation for it more like being able to do those things now of like post like, you know, COVID, it feels crazy to say like things post COVID, but I didn't really have like strong opinions and an identity in high school necessarily. And that's when I could do things versus now I would say I have a much stronger idea of who I am and what I like. And just this year is when we are finally able to, really go to things and experience that. So I've had a a lot of amazing entertainment experiences this year. I'm not sure I'll ever actually be able to top them, but I will try. And we're manifesting that someday we'll be doing a live podcast show. Yes. (laughs) And hopefully by then I have long hair. Shut the fuck up. Oh, okay. So the other thing I wanted to say was what did you, was there anything that you could see on anyone's Spotify wrapped? that made you unfollow them because there was one major one for me and I did unfollow some people from this and I'm not ashamed. I will put you on blast. If I saw Morgan Wallen, if he was in your top five, I'm judging you, but I'll I'll allow it. If he was your number one or even worse, if that miserable, no good shit ass song last night was your number one song, you need to do some serious self-reflection something severely wrong with you that song is horrible you know that song i don't know who that we is, is we let the liquid talk yes you do know that song I it's like so that. horrible okay but if that's your number one listen to song something's wrong something severe i've never seen this person He's hideous. He's a gross. He's he's like a caricature of what country music is. If he was your number one, I'm sorry, but I did unfollow you today. And I also unfollowed people for putting the vile files as their number one podcast. Um, I'm just going to admit. That was probably, it, it, Anna loves the vile files. It's easy for that to go into your number one if you listen to it at all because they put he puts out four podcast episodes a week. So it just could easily he needs to get a life. That guy is a loser. He does have a life. He has a fiance and he's a baby on the way. Well, he should stop making podcasts and focus on his wife and his child coming. How about that? <laughs> Anyways. Um, but no, that there wasn't anyone that I necessarily that I unfollowed. The ones that I just like I found just like I roll my eyes at, but I shouldn't because that's just people's preference. The same way people probably roll their eyes at my Taylor Swift yeah. is people that had EDM as their like genre. Cause I'm like, you really I'm just sit there? like, okay. I agree. Thing? I agree. Like, like you're just walking down the street and you're banging like, mm-ts, mm-ts, mm-ts. yeah, I like do find that odd. I do find that odd. 
I'm just like, what? And I'm so, because I barely understand the difference between EDM, house, dubstep. I don't, oh, I don't really know. get it. I don't. I um, don't know. But it's, it's just not same. my preference. And honestly, maybe those people are happier and more energetic. So might, But like, that's like the same thing. I think you're so crazy. Like, I know people that do this. They wake up in the morning and they put on EDM. I'm like, that to me is is psychotic. Like, that is like a level of, I don't know what's wrong with you that I can just, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, you wake up and the first thing you want to hear in your ears is like fucking John Summit. That's the only artist I can think of off the top of my head. <laughs> Like, that's crazy. That's dead. Uh, uh, Subtronics. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. Like, Zoo. Isn't that one of them? Zoo? That's one of um, them. Yeah. You know, and I'm a bolder girly. So, like, these are these are a lot of my, my followers. These are my peers. <laughs> these are my peers, guys. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to brag, but me and Natasha did see John Summit. And I have been to Ultra. So, we know what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw John Simon, the song of like, I, I want to be where you are. The woman who's on that song, he brought her out at the end when me and Rachel were having hypothermia because I sacrificed was my life. pouring rain and hailing and I had no jacket and Natasha gave me hers. It was so nice of her. Yes. Um. Okay. I think that kind of got us to the end. We maybe just have some time for a little book nook. Yes. Um, I have. I have. Like I have a book that I like. Yes, you can give me okay. yours first. So I just finished The Ballad of <laughs> Snakes. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Hunger Games. Collins. <laughs> it is the prequel. And I Why are you four- holding it up like everyone's looking? <laughs> I don't know. If you are listening to this, I'm holding it up, displaying it. Um, these are both green. And I, it was really good. It is the... Prequel can to I the Hunger Um, maybe it's Anna's. She might want it back. Um, but it is the pre- prequel to the trilogy. It is about Coriolanus Snow. You know, President Snow. It is his background, and there's a lot of just like it takes place during the tenth Hunger Games, and it's very good. I've been forcing myself to read it, which I did just really enjoy it, but I had not allowed myself to see the movie yet. I've had to scroll through all the clips on TikTok of the movie because I need to finish the book first. And so I'm going to go see the movie this weekend and I'm excited. But from what I've heard a little is, so a big part of the book is all about like his Coralina Snow's inner monologue. And that's how you really understand how horrible of a person he is, not really just his actions and stuff. And so I'm curious to see how the movie is going to be able to portray that at all. Cause I, I know that they're not going to be able to have his inner monologue like referenced in it, which is the majority of the book is him like sifting through his thoughts. And he's very intentional with what he actually says out loud. And so I like, depending on the acting, if he can like make that like evilness and the, the questioning like shine through in his eyes or in his character without actually saying these things, I'll be very impressed. And but yeah, I'm excited. I recommend you read the book before you see the movie because that's how God that's way to do it. it. Um, okay, your turn. Okay, I'm going to recommend a series. It's the Winter Street series by one of my favorite authors, Alan Hildebrand. I'm sure you may have heard of her. Illustrious author that all of her books are set on Nantucket. 
Queen of the Beach read, best author ever. Ellen? I'm definitely. It's it not is Ian? pronounced Ellen. It is pronounced Ellen, even though it's spelled with an I. I have done a lot of research into her. Um, but she has this story called Winter Street. There's four books, Winter Street, Winter Stroll, Winter Storms, and Winter Solstice. I know it sounds so cheesy, but they are literally the best books. I actually want to reread them. And they're perfect for this time of year because they're all about like Christmas and the holidays. And they're so fun and cute. And like there's love, there's death, there's everything. She also is the best writer, like describing food. Like my mouth salivates from literally her words, which I think is like you're a good ass writer. Um, but yeah, Winter Street series we love. When I go home next, I'm gonna bring those back because I just like I still I need book suggestions. I haven't I read those a while ago. I haven't read like a book that I've like really loved in the past couple weeks. So Sarah yeah. J. Bass. Sarah J. Mass. No, I, I will try to read the second one of those, but like Natasha reads these books that are like all their world, like their own worlds. And like, I'm not necessarily into that, but. Um, yeah. I also want to give a, I didn't even tell you this. At one point when I was walking to work this week to get my lunch and I'm like helping someone with the coffee machine. Cause we got this new coffee machine. And all of a sudden I like hear my voice and I'm like, I didn't recognize it being my voice first. Cause I was like, what's happening. And one of the lawyers at my dad's firm was playing our podcast out loud in the in the the kitchen for multiple people to hear and listen. And I was like, my soul left my body. I was like, turn it off. What episode? The City Honors one. Because then they were like, like, oh, it was Anne. Oh <laughs> um, because specifically, because daddy brought in our cookies to work and she was like, I saw oh. these cookies here and it made me curious. So yes. we love that. Shout out um, SR Cookies. You got yeah, us a shout out to Sarah, SR Cookies, <laughs> at SR Cookies on Instagram. Great cookies. Um, and then the last thing I want to say before we go is if you did have us in your Spotify wrapped and you share it, um, you have to share it. And then if you DM us your address, we will send you some stickers in the mail because we're so appreciative that people would take the time to listen. And yeah, we just love you so much. Yes. And hopefully you if you see our stickers around town, if you are local to Buffalo, you hopefully will see some around the Elmwood Village. And if you yes. if you share a pic of those too, we'll send you some. Take a pic and post. we'll post it to your story. Take a pic, post it to the story, Cast and then we'll send us a story. Private yeah. story. Put it on your story. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Not your private okay. story. <laughs> Not your private story. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. This is fun. All this right. is a fun episode. A little more lighthearted than last week's. And yeah, we're yeah. not all doom and gloom, but still fuck city honors. Okay, bye. Love ya. See ya. Bye.